Hello, everyone, and welcome to Showhoppers. Today we are covering Ozark Season 3 in its entirety. We're not really recapping specifically, but maybe we will do some recap. This is the ranking and review episode in which Kurt and I go through every episode of the season and rank them in order of our preference. Well, we have some other fun stuff to do after that as well. But for the moment, let me introduce myself. I am Mr. Sal, high school science teacher. We just finished re-watching Ozark seasons one through three. We're waiting for season four to drop. We're waiting for the announcement that season four is, <laughs> is about to drop. Even, uh, even an announcement would be exciting. A trailer, a teaser would be exciting. But in the meantime, we wait, and I wait with my co-host and former student, Kurt. Hello, Kurt. Hello, Mr. Sal and the listeners of the podcast. Very formal of you. Thank you. Okay, so we got a lot to do today, Kurt. So let's get right down to it. You and I tossed a coin before the show you won the toss so you are going to go first you are going to tell us your number 10 or bottom rated episode of the season uh what you rated it and why uh then i'll go and do my number 10 and my number nine and we'll snake it until we get all the way to the top and, and you have a we only we i do we only have two minutes to do this i bet that kurt will have Seven of the 10 episodes, Kurt will get in the 140 to 150 range. Well, now I kind of want to break that, that right? <laughs> I don't know. Do you want to break it high or low? Like, I, what do you I, sense, do? I sense I'm going to go low. Well, let's okay. see. I sense that. All right. I, I don't know what I can really say here. But we'll see. Okay. I will say, I will say, for this season especially, the episodes have really blended for me. Like, uh huh. Yeah, just that. I, they've really blended for me. I, I know some big, like the big, the big key moments I can remember, but like, for example, a lot of the Ruth and Ben stuff, yeah, and like Darlene stuff. That's definitely like wishy wishy washed, like I know. <laughs> somewhere. But anyway. I know, you know, it it makes me appreciate the the point of view episodes of Lost or even the Leftovers had a lot of point of view episodes too. It's so easy to keep those separate in my head. It is. Like, it is oh, really oh, easy oh, to look back at an episode and go, "Oh yeah, that's I the one where blinked and blink." Yeah, side plot. Yeah, Oz Ozark is is very tough to do. And our next series that we're going to cover because we're done with Ozark now. Whew, wait till you try to keep those episodes straight. That's going to be fun. Uh -huh. <laughs> You'll see what I'm what I mean when we get there. But anyway, all right, it, we're going to get going here, and we're going to go with Kurtz number 10 are you ready kurt i'm ready ready set go my 10th ranked episode is civil union uh season three episode two i ranked it a nine civil union it's an episode that has uh marty bird in it for example but also wendy bird um it's also the first time we meet ben <laughs> cool. i i started to start quick to use my time as fast as i could uh but i have to discuss the episode more in depth <laughs> i think um so anyway this is where <laughs> this is where we first meet ben which is cool Right, and was, I think what Ozark is I actually liked the season a lot overall. Like even this, I think I gave this a nine. It'd be area for play by writing, but I, I thought like I, I don't have that much bad to say on episodes. This is also like a big issue I have going into this. Um, but anyway, this is where Marty tries to backstab. Um, basically, the biggest highlight of this is we meet Ben. The beginning part's cool, uh, and Marty is constantly trying to like um stop Wendy. And Helen from buying the big money, all right? And that's basically the whole crux of it. The rest of it 
isn't as all as interesting, right? Like we learned the audit, I think, at the end, and um, I I don't know if this is the first time we meet, like Darren. Maybe it is. I'm not sure, but those are like basically the big key things. Everything else, meh, not not like all that great. That's the least rated episode. And my I yield my time. One twenty two. Quick. See, that's why I had to go quick in the beginning. Just that really. Yeah. Okay. Why? Why? Why you? Why you interrupt me by laughing, Mister? You ruined my momentum. <laughs> I know. I'm sorry. You were going so fast. Okay. Well, I'm ready when you are. Uh. Okay. That is ready. Set. Go. My number ten is episode two. Just like Kurt, it is Civil Union. I also gave it a nine. Uh, I think Kurt pretty much covered everything. No, I'm kidding. The, 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 the only other uh, thing that I wanted to mention was uh, I, I, something I remember really enjoying about this episode was because Ruth had pre- in the previous episode uh, hip tossed Frank Jr. off the top of the Missouri Bell. And so Ruth and Marty had to go meet with Frank Sr. and Frank Jr. And uh, this is where Ruth gets labeled as untouchable by Marty, uh, which maybe sets up uh, one of the biggest um, conflicts in the season later on in the season uh, when Frank Jr. beats the crap out of Ruth and Marty does not beat the crap out of Frank Jr. So uh, even despite the fact that Ruth is untouchable. So uh, that, there, there is that part. Uh, Ruth does come up with the, the, the slot machine rigging thing, uh, one of the ways. I, I guess I particularly enjoy uh, seeing Helen and Wendy go into the uh, Big Muddy and do, this is the episode where this happens, right? Uh, it might be the next one, actually. I think you're right. Never mind. Sorry. This is, but this is the episode where uh, they blow up the, Yes, the the, the, uh, the competing casino. Yeah, so we first kind of uh, meet Tommy here, I think. So, uh, yeah, this is not a very memorable episode. I I don't, I don't have a, a ton. Actually, to... actually, I think this is the one where they do rig it. I take that back. Well, if that's the case, that's pretty good stuff. Where uh, the, where all the slot machines go off with jackpots at the same time, that's pretty cool. Uh, watching Wendy and Helen just really strong arm uh anita and carl uh, so all right i don't really know what else to say about that episode <laughs> anyway so that's good <laughs> yeah, you know i i actually do think it was in that episode because then because i know when yeah, by the way starts of, with huh. of that two minutes you ate up a few seconds of it <laughs> I, I think you asked though but i don't know okay, I, 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 don't, I don't know if that was just you asking i'm more or less I, yeah i did no you're, you're good <laughs> okay okay but i because I, I think um cause i remember an episode beginning with regards of them trying to get the hotel from them and then closing it down. And it didn't happen in Boss Fight. In Civil Union is two. So if it didn't happen in Boss Fight, it had to happen in three. So that means they had to finish it in two. So basically, I, I'm very confident that that happened in two. The, the slot yeah, and, the, ending of and the, 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 the symbols in, include the sevens for the slot machine and the headphones that Ruth was using. So yeah, okay. I'm, cert- yeah. I'm certain that's that that was this episode yeah okay. it had to be fair enough then. i mean I, I, I could probably figure it out relatively easily and quickly but you know i just whatever. gave yeah i gave misinformation clear, clear up the um case there yeah but yeah, yeah. I, oh it definitely is in this episode and actually it happens after um 
after the explosion, after the rival casino gets blown up, because that's when Anita and Carl go decide they're not going to sell because the rival casino blew up. And so Helen and Wendy go in. And I forgot about the best part of this episode. The best part of this episode is when uh, Marty gets issued the warrant. And at the end, yeah. At the end, and and just is very smug about it, like, oh, yeah, I told you, <laughs> yeah. So I didn't want yeah, this, but I I got it though, thanks to you. Yep, yeah. So this is this is not a bad episode. It's it's pretty good. It's just the worst of the season. Just saying something. Yeah, yeah. All right. Are you ready? Are for ready? The next episode. I re- I think we'll move on to number nine. Ready? Set. I'm ready. Go. Okay, my number nine rated episode is episode one, the season premiere of Wartime, which I also gave a nine. Uh, and this is, this is again, not a bad episode, just not on par with the rest of the season. I, I think the highlight of this episode for me, uh, a couple of highlights. Uh, first of all, uh, everything with, with Ruth running the casino and her interaction with Frank Jr. Uh, culminating in her throwing him off the top deck which i think that's very very cool um i think the the highlight of this of this episode though is the big payoff of kaleidoscope where wendy revisits the home where they lived in chicago and she flips the paint the pictures upside down she messes with the sheets she she drinks a beer and leaves the beer open on one of the counters and she puts uh, food dye in the milk uh, so of course, this is a, a payoff to Kaleidoscope when she described that when she was really when she was young and really rebelling and kind of miserable in her life. That she used to do this. She used to break into houses and do exactly this. Um, we are also introduced to the war that come, that's where the title comes from. More time between the Lagunas Lagunas cartel and Navarro's cartel uh, uh, in the very beginning with that scene in Mexico. Uh, and this is where Wendy meets Navarro for the first time uh, in a pretty cool scene at the airport. Actually, the, the end of this episode is all very, very good. From that point on, uh, it's everything I've talked about happens like at the end, except for the war stuff. Anyway, all right, I'm going to yield my time there. 144. All right. Not a bad time, Mr. Sal, but I think I could go faster. Okay. Are you ready? Yeah. Set? My number nine rated episode. It came from, help me. Michoacan. Michoacan. <laughs> Season three, episode five, rated it a nine. Uh, and it's the episode after Marty comes back from boss fight. And uh, it, I like it, but I feel like it could have been way better the way it's set up for, right? With Marty coming back. Marty's obviously super, it, it's about him. He's super cold. Uh, and he's not acting the way you would expect him to act. Uh, we see him trying to clean up the mess that's been caused with all the smurfing, you know, bitterly doodly stuff. Um, we get the some more anger between. I think this is where. No, oh, yeah, no more loan sharking. Cause he, uh, Marty comes back and tells it, like Ruth, yeah, get Frank Jr. to stop loan sharking because we got to start giving out credit lines. And it's also uh, the all about the horse farm, right? And that's you know that's where we see it all kind of end with Navarro going after the Lagunas cartel's horse and you know I that horse stuff I don't really care for um too much some of the Marty and Wendy interactions are pretty good but everything else I think is pretty good overall and we obviously this is also Marty starts trying to um 
so win over Agent uh, uh, Miller after talking to Navarro about it, and he's all game for it. So, still a pretty okay episode, but the horse stuff, for the most part, is what really makes me drive this to give this, you know, where it is. It's still a good rating overall, though. Uh, also, I think the court cases here were Wyatt and Darlene go up against Marty and Wendy, which is fine. Uh, actually, kind of like that. So, anyway, that's it. I had my time. 154. Very good. Wow. Wow. Very good, sir. Even I'm impressed with that. Yeah. That's a good job. I think, that was uh, a good job. Oh, wait, I did that. Wow, yeah, good job. Yeah, I was, I was, gonna say, I was about to say thank you, and then I was like, wait a minute. <laughs> I don't need to thank him for that. <laughs> All right. Are you ready for your number eight? My number eight. Yeah, okay, yeah, oh, sorry. Ready? Sorry, yes. Set. Yeah. Ready? Set. Go. My number eight ranked episode is Wartime, which is Sal's ninth ranked episode. It's the first episode, and I gave it a nine as well, my last of my nines. And Wartime is a pretty okay premiere, right? I'm not going to go too much into what Mr. Sal spoke about, because he kind of talked about, yeah, we learned about the Cartel War. I guess trying... Um, so this is the first time we meet Sue. We meet Sue. That's a great thing about this episode, right? I don't... I, he forgot to talk about that. That's a very important part. But it's also... um, Obviously, we learned about the war, and uh, Wendy meets Navarro. But this is also the scene where we kind of humanize Ellen... Not Ellen... Helen more uh, for the birds because I she's I think also instructed to move on this episode if not the next one I'm pretty sure it's this episode where she's instructed she has to move in and live with them you know or live in the Ozarks uh, but she's also waterboarded by the cartel right so that definitely um she's no longer the big shadowy you know you know ba- bad guy she's now kind of more still still kind of you know <laughs> still kind of scary but not as you know what she used to be so uh, I really like that element of a uh, and I th- oh, we also see how Darlene and Wyatt kind of grow together because I think this is where Darlene also bails out Wyatt. So that too. Uh, but I think uh, that's all I'll say that Mr. Saddle's not a smoke out. So there you go. I end my time. 125. Woo. Efficient. Efficient. No need to go over the points you already made. <laughs> Fair enough. So th- what you're saying is I should make it came from Michoacan, my top rated episode, so that I'm always saying my stuff before you say yours you've confused me now well i already talked about civilian wartime the one of yours that the only one so far that that uh you have talked about that i haven't is it came from michoacan right so if i just stay ahead of you but i did civil union first you did civil union first so there's nothing we we can do about that yes but if i if i put it came from michoacan number one I sh- I might be able to stay ahead of you, and you can always just, you know, what, what's it, what's it called when you, uh, as when you're driving and you stay close enough to uh, like a big semi track truck, uh, tailgating. That, I mean, I don't, that one really not ta- not tailgating. Uh, that that their drag kind of pulls you along. What's that called? <laughs> you know what I mean? Have you ever heard of this? Slip, slip streaming? I hear about this it's for not, like um, racing, no, like racing games. Like you get behind yeah. the car and then you like you don't have the drag affecting you that your resistance is setting them. But right, I know. I don't. I don't know. Um, well, anyway, that's what, it's not going to happen anyway. So. <laughs> <laughs> it came. It, spoiler: It came from Michoacan. Is not my favorite episode of the season. So. But, In so, fact, I might be talking about it very soon. But speaking of like copying someone's summary or something right but kind of like just 
resummarizing with someone already went up. Like if you presented, uh, you know, um, wartime, and I just talked about wartime, and I just copied what you said. I'll give a very quick story. In elementary school, I used to do karate, Tang Sudo karate. Uh, very young mm-hmm. though, elementary school. I did it for a lot of years in elementary school. But believe it or not, an elementary school kid does not understand how to do proper research. Right? They don't know how to read yeah. a book on the history of Tang Sudo and then report to it to the rest of the karate class. But anyway, uh, when it was your time to get another belt, they would do it in bulk. So maybe every like six months, it would be like a belt upping time, right? And so then anyone that was ready for like a promotion, it's like your day to prove are you ready for promotion. Now, believe it or not, as a kid, I always got promoted because I didn't want to, you know, upset the kid that, oh, you failed your promotion. I think everyone almost got it. But part of it is you had to speak on the history of Peng Sudo, right? And talk about an element of it. Uh, and what me... My sister used to do, especially me, because I was just a young kid, and I was like four, five, six, seven, eight. Is I would literally walk up there, Mr. Sal, and I would just repeat, basically, in my own words, what the person right before me said. <laughs> so, so I would just take what, like, you know, like a teenage kid, someone who's like, you know, capable or even a fully grown adult, you know, just very quickly talk about what they read about, like, oh, in the Korean War, um, you know, they, um, the South Koreans learned Tung Sudo and it helped them in these aspects, right? I would go and be like, uh, Korean, South Koreans learned Tung Sudo. <laughs> and like, I was like, butchered completely and I would just repeat what they did. And anyway, that's all. So oh my I gosh, bring back some of that. That's really funny. I love it. Anyway. Uh, <laughs> Sorry. What's that? It's your go, it's your go here. If oh, you're ready. hold on. Let me, let me just take a sip of my cherry seltzer. Just a minute. Mm. Okay, like I'm ready. I love seltzer. Okay. Ready? Set. I'm ready. Go. Sorry. <laughs> okay. Well, time. I know. My number eight rated episode uh, is episode seven in case of emergency. This is awfully late for a low rated episode. It's still, I still give it a nine. And I actually really love this episode. The only thing I don't like about it that kind of holds it back from being a 10 is I think that this this Wendy's political dealings are so clunky, and I feel like they frequently are not through no fault of Laura Linney's. I think it's I really think it's the writing, uh, because she she has dinner with this guy. We don't know who this guy is. It's never explained to us in this episode. It's just this is the workaround of getting Maya Miller in trouble for not taking Marty's dirty files. Anyway, uh, I don't want to say anything more about that because I want to spend the rest of my time talking about what's really great about this episode uh two things uh this is these are the the scenes where marty has to meet with frank car to car uh and i love these scenes first scene where marty's back on his heels because uh tommy got tommy got killed in the in the explosion the truck explosion uh, and frank's upset about it and then finally uh <laughs> Frank's on his heels when Marty cuts ties with him uh, after Frank Jr. beats up Ruth and he finds out that Tommy was a rat. But the the best part of the episode, though, is Sue. This is Sue's swan song episode. This is where she drives up to the bird's house in the yellow transformer. Uh, Helen sees it. And you know she says, Marty, was this us? I love that line. Uh, and then Helen goes to pay Sue a visit to find out if she's satisfied with the financial arrangement she has with the birds. And actually, I may have undervalued my services. Stop. And then, 
Oh, I didn't get to talk about Frank. <laughs> or the other Frank. The the new Frank, the faux faux Frank. Oh, or the oh. junior or the senior Frank. <laughs> Franks. No, no faux Frank. Fake Frank. <laughs> Frank Frank Jackson. Well we'll have we'll have to see what's just out. <laughs> oh <laughs> man. I love Sue. Oh. Anyway, on to the okay. next one for you, Mr. Sam. Yes, on, <laughs> on to lane. the next. Oh, wow. Okay. <laughs> Hold on. I got I to gotta find that one. I got to flip through my pages here. Okay, there we go. I find it. All right. Uh, what's this? This is number seven. Okay. Are you ready, I'm ready. Mr. Sam? Mm-hmm. Ready, set, go. All right. My number seven uh, episode is episode five. It came from Michoacan, just like Kurt, except his was number nine and mine is number seven. Uh, since he already talked about it, uh, I don't have anything to say about it. No, I'm kidding. Um, this is, uh, it's a fine episode. It's pretty good. I don't, I, can't, I don't have anything really bad to say about it. The horse stuff, I, I didn't have as much of a problem with the horse stuff as Kurt did. I think that uh, I, I kind of actually enjoyed it. Uh, mostly because I enjoyed seeing Wendy so taken aback by Marty. Because uh, the implication in the title, I think, it came from Michoacan, is that something uh came from mexico uh that wasn't here before uh and ben even implies it in this in this episode that that walks like marty it talks like marty but that is not marty and and i think that that is the th- the most interesting thing to watch in this episode is to see how marty is different than he was before he was kidnapped uh, and, and one of the ways is the ways that in which he goes along with Wendy's plan pretty much every step of the way. Um, and, and so that, that is interesting to see, we, you know, he's got the, the video game in the garage, I suppose. Uh, and this, the trial does happen in this episode, the, uh, the, the trial for the custody of, um, I'm drawing a blank on his name. What's his Zeke. name? Zeke. Yeah, thank you. So the, the, the trial, uh, that trial does happen in this episode, which is 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 fine. The, the, oh, the big downfall of this episode, though, Wyatt and Darlene. This is the episode where they they first do it, and uh, that's pretty scarring. So that's that's a demerit point on this episode. I'm done. One fifty one. Nice work. Congratulations. Oh, thank you. I'm proud of you. All right. Oh, well, I appreciate that. You, do you have anything to say about Wyatt and Darlene doing it in that episode? <laughs> I'd rather not. No. There we go. a boy. Okay. <laughs> Are you ready for your number seven then? Oh, I'm ready. Ready, set, mm-hmm. go. My seventh worked episode is In Case of Emergency. It's an episode that hails from season three. It is the number of seven, and I gave it a ten. The first of the rest, because all of them got tens. And ooh, Willer, am I excited to talk about this episode? For all I have to say on it will be immense and it'll be hard to pack in to the limited amount of time that I have to speak on it. So let's get right to it. There's a cassette in this episode, right? Uh, <laughs> there's a cassette. Uh, because listen, it's very unfortunate what happens to Sue. This is the one, wait, am I confusing myself? No, this is, you're right. Yeah, okay, this is Sue's dead. Okay, yeah, yeah, yes. Right? And there's a cassette that Frank takes. Oh, Frank, Nelson, right? Nelson, that's who Mr. Sal, right? Nelson, he wasn't really Frank Jackson. Would you believe it? Takes from Sue. And I am convinced this cassette will come into some sort of play in season four. That is what I think is the most important to be noted here. But no, uh, this stuff, really cool. The Frank stuff, Frank Sr. and Marty, I love that. Uh, 
but you know, just everything going down um, with the FBI interviewing them and uh, Sam's worried, I think, and uh, yeah, rooftop hospitalized, and yeah, just a uh, really great. So that's all. I end my turn. One thirty-five. Okay, so uh, th- that was a ten for you, right? Yes. That was a nine for me. That is that is the only episode where we gave a different rating in this season. Uh, all nine other episodes something. we had the same rating for. I think you copied um, me, then, Mr. Sal. No, actually, I think normally you write down your ratings first, so it's kind of like I copied you, but I slightly yeah. changed my homework. <laughs> now, but interestingly, we're only off by one spot that was my number eight it was your number seven i gave that a nine you gave that a ten now from this point forward one through six are tens for both of us this is pretty exciting um this is not the biggest discrepancy in ratings though so we'll we'll have to actually we might be talking about that right now as we move on to number six are you ready kurt hit me ready set go number six wait Number eight. Whoops, I already looked at the wrong episode. <laughs> BFF. Uh, I gave this a 10. Uh, and it's, you know, it's an episode where Ben kind of messes up a bit, but hey, you know, you can't blame the guy. Uh, these next two episodes, eight and nine, are a lot about Ben, but they're so great, right? I like Ben as a character. Um, and seeing what happens to him. Not only um, the trouble he gets in, right, uh, but being put again into um, a home or not home, being institutionalized and the pain it does to Wendy, you really see the connection that Wendy has for Ben, right? She really does care about him, uh, genuinely. Uh, we see the seeds of doubt for Ruth growing more and more and more with Ben kind of talking, you know, uh, with Ben about it and Ben's really starting to hate on the birds and so on and so forth. And Helen is trying to undermine uh, the birds. So it's, I mean, I give them all tens is like the issue. So I don't have too much negatives to say. I just don't look at the other ones. Um, I think, uh, I think, oh, wait, one other thing. Agent Maya Miller almost loses her job, right? That is a big one. Uh, and also, this is after Sue dies. So the, the beginning, the intro sequence of this episode is wonderful as Marty is like, realizing that oh crap sue is sue is uh sue is no more and uh there you have it so there you go and i end my time 150 wow that is nowhere near as much time as i thought i took i thought i did that way <laughs> faster that's actually very shocking oh okay what that rambling would uh take up that much time all right i'll have plenty to say about bff oh, okay. later on in the episode much later on this is the episode uh, th- where we have our biggest discrepancy. Even though we both gave it a 10, you only rated it 6. Mine's much higher. Uh, All okay. right. I don't know if I like that. <laughs> okay. I'm ready for my number 6. Ready, Michelle? Okay, in that case. Yes. Ready, set, go. My number 6 episode is episode 4, Boss Fight. Uh, this is a great episode. This is I, I'm I'm a sucker for captive episodes in other words episodes in which uh, a main character is held captive by someone else uh i think back to uh Kiro in leftovers i think back to uh is it confidence man yeah confidence man confidence, in yep. lost 
uh, I think back to One Way solitary Out. Solitary as well. Season two of Ozark. So, solitary is not as good, but <laughs> that's, because of, that's because of golf. But anyway, uh, so I, I'm a sucker for this type of episode, and this did not disappoint. It's a fantastic uh, captive episode. Uh, Marty, uh, watching Marty, you know, kind of degenerate uh, from lots of confidence to no confidence to finally uh just throwing all caution to the wind and, and uh, being, kicking and screaming i won mother effer i won uh it's, it's pretty impressive uh to see and, and it's our first real uh insight into why navarro is so terrifying uh and, and he is terrifying in this in this episode the way that he tortures and treats marty uh, particularly with maggots in his rice. That's, uh, we, we've got a lot of flashbacks in this episode to Marty's father's death or around the time of that uh, and kind of insight into how Marty thinks. Marty's always thinking about uh, how systems uh, can be gamed or how systems are rigged. Uh, and it's probably what makes him so good at what he does. Um, yeah, I, I don't have uh, a lot of to say about stuff that goes on outside of Mexico uh, because most of it is the family worrying about stop oh wow i thought i had a lot more time okay <laughs> all right if you want you could try to motion for an appeal but i will strike that down no, that's fine i oh, think seriously, it, I... seriously if you want to feel free to. all right i'll motion for appeal uh, denied that's what i thought okay <laughs> i think this, i think this is, is this where ben finds out what's going on he, in the family yeah well be. yeah 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 because he, yeah. he sees him getting kidnapped and um yeah. Kevin Cronin was here and the, goes oh what what happened to you know Marty kind of well yeah yeah you know it's funny because I I keep I I really thought when we started watching this season that this season was really about Ben but really it's only the last three episodes that are oh. really a or two, or two of the Less last two. Three episodes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Those episodes are... eight and nine. Yeah, yeah. That's when they really start caring about Ben. And oh, yeah. Well, you get to those episodes when you get to them. Yeah, but, exactly. Yeah, I guess Box. You already got to one of them, but yeah, no, you, yeah, you did. definitely. You did. And okay. one is definitely. I shouldn't say they're both pretty good, but one is definitely yeah. much better than the other by a bigger margin than what you. I'm. I mean, I think one is much better than the other as well. But I think there's a bigger margin on that betterness. How do you know what my margin is? I believe all you margins are linear or equal. And ergo, yeah, well, my margin is bigger than yours. You can, well, you can't measure it by number of episodes in between. Yes, I, I just did. No, that's ridiculous. Can't why? Why can't I? Oh, because you you're assuming, like you said, that all margins are linear. And I, I I would argue there's a huge gap between my number three and my number two. No, I take that back. Between my number three and my number one. Oh no, you're number three, number two. That 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 would still help your case, but I know what's out. I don't want to make that argument. <laughs> Are you ready? <laughs> yeah, I'm ready. For what number? Uh, number five. Okay, ready, set, yep. go. Okay, this is uh going to be season, th- season three. They're all season three. Uh, <laughs> episode <laughs> episode three. <laughs> uh, Kevin Cronin was here. Uh, this is I, I still give this a 10. I love this episode. I actually like this episode where Marty is kidnapped uh, or gets kidnapped more than I like the episode in which he is captive. 
this is a, a terrific episode. This is the first episode where we meet Agent Miller, I think. Uh, and she first offers him, uh, Marty, the deal to come work for the FBI in exchange for 18 months prison time, which he appears to want to take by the end of this episode when uh, Aria Speedwagon is playing. I love the opening. This this opening is spectacular, uh, where we have Ario Speedwagon's "Time to Fly," "Time for Me to Fly" playing, uh, while Wendy kind of replays scenes from season two involving Cade, in which uh, she kills Marty a couple of different times in her dreams. It's, it's really interesting to watch. Um, we also have some interesting uh, I, anything with the big muddy i'm in, i'm down for i was i really <laughs> enjoyed uh, anita and carl here uh so that was pretty cool stuff as well um tommy gets picked up by evans uh and is, is going to become evans ci uh so that's i guess pretty cool and wendy picks a fight with a redneck this is where wendy decides she's feeling a little a little arrogant, a little big for her britches and decides, you know what, everything's going, everything's coming up Wendy. So I'm going to go over to that jelly stand and call Darlene a redneck, get hit in the face so that I can try to win custody of Zeke. Uh, and uh, that's, that doesn't work out too well for her, but uh, we also get some, some interesting stuff uh, with. Uh... So this has not been a good, this has not been a good review session. I know. For you. <laughs> I, I am, I, my internal clock is so off. I don't know what's going on. <laughs> Stop. <sighs> there's, like, there's a between like a good stop and a bad stop like when you're nearing the end and when you're like yeah. just mid you know thought process and that was not a good one that was not a good one i'm 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 i apologize to That's you fine. and to yeah, the we all have our off days we all have our off days right? do you feel do you feel I like mean, you're winning tonight oh definitely i always feel like winning. i think a, a great <laughs> way a great way to go through life is just to feel like you're winning would would you, do you feel like you could go pick a fight with a redneck and win custody of a child right now? I'm shocked Wendy won that one. <laughs> Based on Darlene's track record, I would I would not call her a redneck, but oh, you know, to each be their own, right? I think that's part of your uh, personal yeah. liberties, right? Call someone a redneck so. if you want to uh, do so. Get hit in the face. The risk. Could have been worse. Could have been Dell. Okay. Well, fair enough. But, uh, no, I think uh, I think I'm ready to go here. All right. Uh, let me. Sorry, I'm not. I'm so off tonight. Okay, here we go. Ready, set, go. My number five ranked episode is Boss Fight, which is number four of the season that we keep saying over and over, even though you should all know it's the season three. It's the title of the episode, which I think is kind of <laughs> funny that just now we kind of questioned it. Uh, good work, Mr. Sal. But uh, obviously, captured Marty. Michelle just talked about it recently, so I won't. I won't go too much into it of um, what he talked about. Uh, I think that was really interesting this episode, though, is Wendy trying to lie to the kids, right? Um, but Ben Ben spills the beans to them, so uh, Wendy always trying to lie to the kids, so on and so forth. And I know you kind of skimmed over what's going on outside of it, but I'll talk a bit more of the other, you know, what's going on back at the Ozarks uh, and how they're kind of messing things up in a way. You know, they're they're starting to smurf, but they're doing it improperly, as Marty will later say. Uh, with Ruth and her laundering teams, including Ben. Uh, and we, of course, questioned uh, the origins of calling them Smurfs, when in reality it's the completely correct terminology used in this field of work. But I gave my own what I thought it could have came from. So there you go. Uh, wonderful in its own right. Um, I'm trying to think if there's really... 
anything else with too much noteworthiness. And I mean, I guess, I guess showing, uh, we won't know it in this episode, but Agent Maya Miller is the one that kind of saves Marty by the end of it. So definitely an interest good for that. And a great question to be asked, you know, what do you want, Marty? I think uh, that's all I have to say on this. I end my time. 144. You know, I, I did forget to, to talk about what was happening back in, in the Ozarks. And, and you did mention that they were failing. Uh, and, and one of the things that I find so interesting about this episode, actually, is that and this is we're talking about boss fight here, is that Helen poses the dilemma to Wendy that if they succeed in laundering this money without Marty, then Marty's going to be found redundant and probably killed. And if they don't succeed, then they might be found redundant and probably killed, which is really interesting in retrospect because they they did not succeed. Well, they tried to. They tried. uh, they, They did not succeed. And they were not found redundant. They were not killed, at least not right away. So th- this, to me, is is early indication of Helen trying to cut Marty out. I think that's fair. I think she definitely wanted, especially after um, what was going on with the big buddy, episode two yep. and three. She kind of calls out Marty. I forget which one it is exactly. Trying to uh, stop the stuff from going on. I guess I don't want to start recapping other episodes while I chat about this. But you know, he's like, "Oh yeah, I know what's going on. Do you though, Marty? Do you know what's going on? Actually, it would have been episode two. So we already talked about it, so it's fine now. Uh, you know, do you know what's going on at the Big Buddy? This whole like, you know, roots plant thing. Yeah, of course I know. I was I was briefed on it earlier, so yeah, <laughs> she 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 could tell that Marty was definitely against their well-meaning current. So, mm-hmm. all right, are you ready for number four? Of course I'm, Mr. Sal, because Mikasa Sukasa. Ready, set, go. Well, the title of episode. Uh, six, my fourth ranked episode is a 10, like all of them are, and it is Su Casa Mi Casa. So, your house, my house, opposite of the typical terminology. Amazing. And uh, it does begin with Marty and Wendy revealing their legal, you know, what they're doing to Sue, which is a great way to start the episode, right? Uh, gotta love that. Um, this is where there's a lot more with the kids, Aaron included, right? This is where they get arrested. Uh, this is the big falling out between Helen and Wendy, right? This is kind of the start of Helen starting to undermine them. Uh, I don't know if she did all that much in this episode, but certainly in the next, uh, I think, is when she like, kind of starts calling and talking about it. Uh, so the undermining certainly begins here. So that what happened on the beach is much bigger than when I initially thought when we first watched this episode, because it really does, like, kind of result in Helen's death at the end of the season, right? Her trying to undermine Marty and Wendy as a unit, right? Before, we could, I, I, I don't I think it's safe to say that she was maybe trying to undermine Marty, or at least didn't trust Marty or was willing to give up Marty, but now she's trying to get the entire birds. Um, I probably spoke too much on that, but uh, this is also where Ben stops taking his meds. I'm sure all of his he'll love to chat about that, since that's Wendy being sad, so I'll leave that you know, as crumbs for him, but uh, what else? I've not really happened. Oh, well, no, the ending of the episode, right? The whole uh, Frank shooting thing, right? Where Frank's men get shot up, and the drone catches it, and Ruth manages to hide away, which becomes a big key later on. But that's all I have to say for now. So I'm sitting at the end of my time. One fifty. Is this the you episode? Are where... oh, hmm? You are very consistent. <laughs> yeah. All right. 
I am ready to talk about my number four when you're ready to start timing it. Okay, Mr. Sal. In that case, ready, set, go. And my number four is also Sukasa es Mikasa, uh, which is the sixth episode of the season. Kurt just talked about it. I, I mean, the highlights to me are the the first scene and the last scene. The first scene between Wendy and Marty in Sue's house uh, where they give themselves up is just spectacular. That is food for my... I don't know. I always, I always say I, I, I eat that stuff up. Yeah, that, that, that was a nom nom for sure. It, it was just delicious. I, I love watching. It. It's Marty who gives it up. Marty is the one who, who drops it first. So it's interesting. It's a, it's a breakup scene because Wendy kicks him out at that point. And then, of course, the end scene, which is the Lagunas cartel blowing up the Navarro truck, uh, is, is, also spectacular but uh you already talked a lot about that you talked a lot about alligator cove the, the other thing that i want to talk about here is is what's going on with ruth in a couple of scenes uh ruth uh, begging wyatt to forgive her uh and him telling her to go home because she ruined his life is just gut-wrenching uh and maybe that maybe that one of the more underrated but but really amazing scenes is wendy pleading with ruth to either leave Ben or help get him back on his meds uh, and, and telling her about his background. Uh, it's a beautiful scene and, and certainly one that becomes important later in the scene. Uh, I'll stop there. 137. I, I, I way undershot it because I'm sorry. <laughs> I know. You're saying how to stay for the overshooting again. Uh, sorry, yeah, I just don't want to, I don't want to under, overshoot. I loved you. I love you. I thought you would have liked talking about a Ben medication and Wendy's um things with that I, I remember in that episode he really loved the scene with i think wendy talking with him yeah that's what i was just talking uh, about that's that, that's what i that's you're right that was how i ended I, so, for some reason thing. in my brain i thought <laughs> you said ruth you know i thought you talk about wendy would she, she was arguing with ben but yes oh no. i take that ruth's thing <clears throat> yeah, is ruth. ruth is not ben yeah. <laughs> that's a, that's a good point so. okay are you ready to move on to Number three. Podium finish, Mr. Sal. These are the podium finishers. These are. And you know, you know what would be the least interesting podium finish? Uh, Having the last three episodes as your podium finish. Anyway, continue on. (laughs) Go on. Not in in that order, though. No, not in that order. No, 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 I have it. it. Just whenever you're ready. Yeah, I'm ready. A little good thing in there. Okay, ready, set, go. My number three rated episode of the season is number, I'm sorry, season three, season three, again, episode eight, BFF, which was Kurt's number six. This is our biggest discrepancy of the season, despite the fact that we both gave it a 10. I love this episode, and I'm I'm not sure how Kurt thinks he can get away with rating it so far down his list. You know, I mean, look. We open at Sue's house. It can't get much better than that. Uh, even though Sue's not there, that 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 I guess would make it better if Sue were actually there, uh, which is a cool scene. Um, but this this episode's all about Ben. I mean, th- this is this is one of the episodes that sticks out in my memory 
when I think about season three is all the stuff that Ben does in this season. I've said, I was saying for seven episodes prior to this, he's a time bomb. He's a time bomb. And even when I watched it the first time through, not on the rewatch, I kept thinking he's a time bomb. He's a time bomb. And we see him go off in this episode. He goes off and beats the crap out of a stranger in a bar, gets arrested, gets bailed out. Then he goes off and uh, makes a huge scene at their party uh, and punches Marty and gets arrested again. And this time he can't, he's not going to get bailed out. And this time he's going to serve, uh, he's going to a mental institution in lieu of jail time. And we get to, we get to hear his reaction to that while we see Wendy's reaction. And that scene alone uh, just makes this episode, I mean, that, that's a 10 right there just for that scene. Uh, but then we see him get out thanks to Darlene, which is interesting and, and sets up a lot of future interactions that, that are going to become important and go right to Helen's house and out her in front of Aaron. And that Stop. sets up. Okay, that was close to done. I, I'm not feeling too bad about that one. <laughs> I feel like on a normal recap, you would be. But I don't think they've gone. Like, hey, no, not that bad. You get to the yeah, part, which I forgot yeah. to even mention when I talked about it. So you probably should, which is, yeah, that's yeah. Sure. Um, you just build the beans to Aaron. Yeah, yeah, yeah that's a big, big part. <laughs> I completely <laughs> forgot to talk about that. Really yeah. Idiotic. Well, yeah. Nah, it's, you know, you're, you're okay, Kurt. Don't I shouldn't say idiotic. Yeah, I shouldn't say idiotic. It was, <laughs> it was um, improper. There you no. go. Negligent. No. Negligent. Dare I, dare I say heroic. Uh, that would be a pretty big dare. <laughs> so it was a shot. Kind of All right. Are you ready? Are you ready for your number three? I'm ready. I'm ready. Thank you. Ready, set, go. My number three, which well, I was talking about, my number three ranked episode, also third episode of the season, which is, if you guys didn't realize, season three, 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 Kevin Cronin <laughs> was here uh, pretty early on the episode. Um, but it's the one, and I'll, as Mr. Sal said, I agree, right before Marty gets kidnapped. And it's a good one, right? It's, it, Wendy goes. There is there is waves, okay, in the season of like Wendy and Marty are at each other's throats, but then this is like the pinnacle, the apex, probably the entire season actually. If you ask me, of Wendy at Marty's throat, maybe not literally, maybe not because later on she does go back. And I take that back. I take that back. I do take that back now. That's some other stuff. But she she she's very mad with Marty. But after the events of this episode, between the boss fight, she starts to feel sympathetic for Marty again, right? She misses Marty so on and so forth. Um, but then, but then it kind of rises back up, right? and then he gets kicked out, right? So on and so forth. Um, so I've talked way too long on that. But um, one more. Uh, 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 the Wendy gets hotel. Um, great episode. Uh, end time. You done? Yes. <laughs> 120 okay i don't feel nearly as bad about anything that i did that was embarrassing Kurt. i lost all train of thought i couldn't remember anything i can't remember i still can't remember anything from the episode now but i don't know how yeah it it's your number three rated episode as with I, marty getting kidnapped uh, oh yeah about oh yeah okay now i remember now i remember how it happened the time he gets caught yes 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 oh my god now i should remember that because this is already yeah kevin Cronin's hair the audio speedway concerts where he gets kidnapped it's like the big yeah yeah, and even Helen. <laughs> oh yeah, but okay. I know I already lost my time, kind of, because I've already conceded it. But... Hey, you can you can appeal it if you want. I'll probably deny it, but I'll appeal it. Yeah. Okay. Uh, no, denied. Sorry. 
<laughs> I don't think you even read my appeal. <laughs> I don't even read it. I wrote a like eighty page, you know, court document on that, and I don't think you even read it. That's too I long. I rewrote it. That's too long. Well, no time to read it tonight. It's like a it's like a three page resume. So ridiculous when people come with a three page resume. <laughs> I'm never gonna deny denied. But what what I will I will want to talk about this really quickly if you'd like to. As um. I forgot, but I just remembered, right? Helen may have known that Marty's about to get kidnapped because we talked about this. We're not quite sure. We we aired maybe not, but maybe so. Cause she does ask Ruth if she could run the Missouri Bell alone. Oh yes, yes, yes. That is a good point. So yep. definitely noteworthy. It goes towards Helen possibly trying to undermine Marty. Uh, definitely, definitely here she's trying to undermine Marty. That's a thousand percent sure. Now whether she's involved in like, yeah. you know boss fights another thing but definitely shows you trying to undermine marty yeah uh, spoke on about earlier so that's all there i guess all so right I'm, I'm, I'm good with that i don't want to talk okay. about that anymore now let's move on now yeah, let's go move on, on to the next one yeah. let's let's move on to number two ready set go i'm all in on my number two episode and i was so all in that i gave it number 10 or i ranked it 10 because i'm all in on this 10th episode of the season <laughs> all in uh it's a pretty good episode all in all all in and all in uh we we end with uh ben's death and a lot of this is marty and wendy for you know like the most like you know 75 percent of the episode they are being pressured and pressured and pressured right they're bending right helen is getting all these people to help her against she's trying to go for a casino license she's trying to Check on other things. Ruth has quit on Marty, right? Darlene has gained has gained Ruth as an ally, and really things are just going downhill, downhill, and downhill for uh, the bird stock. And it looks like we're going to a bankruptcy here, but thankfully they managed to pivot up, and with the help of Jonah's drone and this footage, Agent Maya Miller, with some pleading for Marty, uh, manages to help save. Uh, the birds with a promise of a, of bringing uh, FBI involvement, but it doesn't actually happen like me and Michelle had thought. So we don't know if that really will happen. But the promise alone is enough for Nelson to betray Helen and execute her, despite his word. So I think that's all I have to say. And I uh, won my time. One thirty-five. I've gone much faster now, but there you go. <laughs> okay, I'm ready yeah. when you are. Okay. Ready, set, fire. Okay, my number two rated episode is also episode 10, All In, which I also gave a 10. Uh, I certainly love everything early on with Wendy just in despair over the fact that she turned Ben over to, uh, to Nelson. It's it's gut wrenching and it's and it's it's a beautiful thing to watch. Uh, I one of the things that, that you didn't mention that I, that I love to think about is this this new pivot. We saw a pivot from Marty in charge to Wendy in charge uh, during One Way Out, uh, and I think we're we're not necessarily seeing a pivot back to Marty in charge, but they just seem to be on more equal footing than they've ever been on before by the end of this episode. They really seem like they're on the same page, which I think sets up season four really nicely. Uh, I also wanted to talk about uh, the situation with Darlene and Ruth. Darlene 
avenge Ruth by shooting uh, Frank Jr. in the crotch, uh, which you, you might think, well, how's she ever going to get out of that one? But the, the dexterity with which she does get out of that is pretty brilliant. Uh, she goes to Frank Sr. and says, you know, sorry, but it had to be done. Uh, and I want to cut you in on my drug distribution and also opioid treatment center. Uh, and, and we're going to be business partners or we can go to war. And he uh, seems to choose the business partner route. We also get an epic breakup scene here between Ruth and Wendy, which I, we don't, they, they didn't have any kind of romantic relationship, but Ruth quitting the, the job here is huge when you think about all the, all the implications that go along with that uh, and all that she knows and all that she can do to bring the birds down in season four. So we'll see. I'm going to stop there. Wow. Two minutes on the dot. Oh, no, not really. I just thought oh. it was 153. It's 153. That's all right. That's all right. I feel pretty good about that. All right. Um, Very good. Man, you had a point. That was really like, I had something. I was like, oh, yeah, you know, there's something really good to say on that. But I can't the remember. The pivot oh. or? Yes. Yes. It's the pivot. It was the fact that now they're more on equal footing. Because at the end of this episode, well, I guess this episode, at the end of the season, they have to kind of build up the fact of like, it's the birds versus the world, almost now, except yeah. because now they don't have like Langmores with them. They, you know, obviously Darlene's not with them. FBI's never been with them. You know, we see Wilkes isn't with them. Uh, Casey Mobb's not with them, right? Like every group of people is against them besides the one person that they went all in on, Navarro. <laughs> <laughs> so, ah, that's so, an interesting. Well, so, Interesting way to think of that title. I, I did not think of that title. I don't that think about way. it until just now, but <laughs> there yeah. you go. Uh, but no, they, but seriously, the only real ally they have is that, and possibly we'll see if Marty can win over the FBI in some you know proxy way with Agent Miller. But yeah, and I guess uh, when he saw some political sway, but you know for the most part, the criminal underworld. Boy, is that's their way. that's interesting. I I really like that. I'll change uh, your viewpoint on one other thing, but. Anyway, are you ready for your... Uh, I'm ready now? to move on to number one. Ready? Set? I am. Go. Okay, my number one episode of the season is the penultimate episode of the season, episode nine, Fire Pink, which I give a, a, a 10, of course. Uh, and really, I, I mean, I, I, I can't oversell this. Undersell it? Oversell Whatever. Anyway, I cannot overemphasize this is... The Ben and Wendy show, the Bendy show. This is this. It's that's all that, that needs to be thought about here. I mean, there's some stuff that goes on with Marty and Helen and the kids and whatever, but this is all about Ben and Wendy. This is about Wendy's desperation to try to save her brother because she knows that she is the only person who can prevent Nelson from killing Ben. Uh, and turns out she's the person who gives him up it culminates in this amazing scene in this restaurant uh, where she asks him about what he wants out of the next five years knowing that she already made the call to nelson uh to have him killed uh it, and then finally you know the, the scene where she's just pulled over to the side of the road sobbing uh, because she just gave her brother up. This is, this is awful. Uh, you know, and, and this is every step of the way she tries, she tries and tries and tries and Ben undermines her and undercuts her every step of the way. He leaves Wyatt's house or Darlene's house. He gets a phone and calls Helen. He gets a phone again. And, and, and she, who knows what he's going to do at that point. Uh, she really was backed into a corner and, and, 
her, her performance makes this uh, this whole episode really the whole season bravo laura linney and i'm done 145 watch the goes are a great finish at least for the sequel we'll just see how this thing goes oh. <laughs> <laughs> all right are you ready for your number one that i am mr sal you can hit it ready set go uh best episode of the of this season for me obviously 10 fire pink just like Mr. Sal said I won't go really too much on the Wendy Ben stuff but that is by far the best on the episode it's not even the plot of it per se which the plot is good but it's the acting by both of them that it's so well done right I just it's very well right Ben does great what he's doing Wendy does great in what she's doing but I guess I'll talk a bit more on them um, earlier in the episode for uh what goes on in more of the confrontational stage like when when it's the uh I forgot, the situational irony of um Helen with Wendy pretending, Oh yeah, where's um Ben? He got out, yeah, we should find him. And Marty telling her, like, yeah, don't trust Helen. <laughs> She's trying uh, to figure out where Ben is. Um Aaron figuring out, the kids kinda of spilling the beans to her, and Wendy, as always, kinda of, you know, Wendy is the biggest liar possibly. Um definitely of the birds. Crazy Marty lies more than her. I don't think she does. So yeah, definitely the birds, possibly as we know of them, the entire series. Um, if she does try to like double down or whatever, triple down with Aaron, we're like you know, we're not criminals, uh, which does not help uh, quite as much. Um, so there we go. We have we have that that goes on. And besides that, I guess the only other thing is since Agent Mind Miller's close to losing her job thanks to what Marty did by you know. Uh, going to her supervisor, he kind of uh, increases the cash flow with Sam, which kind of causes him to get arrested. <laughs> and the finale, which we didn't talk about, but we'll see if that comes into play or anything. And just keep auditing the birds. So we'll see how that is uh, moving forward. But with that being said, I end. Uh... 155. Not to be outdone. Wow. Good for you. Mm, nice. <laughs> nice. Well, we have run through every episode of the season. Now we're going to move on to our characteristic. Uh, character deaths uh that was an awful introduction to that sorry every season we look at the people the characters who have died in, throughout the season uh and we talk about who uh we which death we think was the most shocking which was the saddest which characters will miss the most which characters will miss the least uh we i don't think we have as many deaths this season as we have in the past Maybe about the same as season one. Well, no, season one was a lot, actually. Um, but where season two was all about men dying, season three is all about women dying, really. Uh, we've got uh, Anita, not a, not a huge character, but pretty memorable death as she's accidentally pushed down the hill by her husband, Carl. Uh, we, th of course, Anita being one of the owners of the Big Muddy before the birds. We have Tommy, the... Um, the CI uh, who was working for uh, both Frank Frank Cosgrove Sr. and also for Evans trying to infiltrate the situation. We've got Sue, the therapist. We've got Ben, Wendy's brother. And we have Helen, of course. Uh, and we're going to take a look at what we think. So uh, since you went first, uh, before I'll go first this time, we'll start with the most shocking death to me. The most shocking death uh, was Helen. That that was a jaw-dropping, uh, final moment of Ozark, uh, where I, you know, I kind of gasped 
when it happened, uh, largely because you couldn't see Nelson approaching her to do it. Just all of a sudden her head exploded. So that was the most shocking one for me. How about you? I mean, is it even a question, right? I, I think no, it has to be really. Helen. Like, I, yeah. I mean, you could argue Anita. You could actually yeah. argue Anita, I think. Yes, that, uh, that would be the second most shocking. And I guess maybe Tommy, but you see the cars driving in. But yeah, it just, you know, but Helen is just so shocking. So yeah. it, it, it's got to be Helen. Absolutely. Okay, I agree. More. And I guess, do you want me to go next for the next one here? Yeah. Who, who's your saddest death, Kurt? So I'm very curious to who you said, but I think it um has to be Ben, right? Just mostly because of the sadness Wendy feels, right? <laughs> you, you can't help but feel a little bad for the circumstance that has played out uh, before them. And it's kind of just sad for everyone, right? Makes Wendy sad. Marty, actually, despite being an all-in kind of cold about, you know, having to deal with his, um, you know, burning his corpse, you know, it makes him sad that you made Wendy sad, probably, at the very least. Ruth's obviously very sad. The kids probably don't aren't too glad about it. So it's just a sad, you know, monstrosity. Yeah, I, I totally agree that Ben's death is the saddest death. I remember, you know, we, we always know that, that uh, funerals are for the survivors. And, and certainly I feel kind of similarly about saddest death. It's about the people that are left behind here and watching Wendy's reaction is, is just so sad. It's, it's heartbreaking. So I, I, I totally agree. Ben's death is the saddest. I didn't expect that All from right. you. No? Who did you think I was going to pick? No, you knew who I thought you were going to pick. <laughs> okay. <laughs> uh, there's a special spot reserved for that one. Yeah, I imagine. Okay. <laughs> okay. Uh, the character I will miss the least, I'll go with this one and I'll say, Tommy, I hated that guy. <laughs> I had no use for that character. There was like nothing that I liked about him. He's a plot device, not a real character, and just a scum altogether. So uh, Tommy's the character I'll miss the least. Mr. Sal, this yes. is where we differ. Really? I picked, I picked Anita as my... Oh, I love least <laughs> <laughs> Because, well, I didn't, I didn't like Tommy as the person yeah. he is. I did like what he did for the plot. Uh, yeah. So I think that's really about it. I do. I, I do like Anita as well as what she did, and like you know, kind of how she's kind of a bit of a ruthless person in the way Wendy is. Of like, well, now we're not going to sell to you. Aha! Looks like our competition's <laughs> gone away and all this other stuff. But I guess I mean, it might also be because we've been so long without her, and the season has indeed shut yeah. on. Right? We could live without her. That um, yeah. I feel less so this far down the list, but. Yeah, I, I'm a, I'm I think a little, it is a close jump to Tommy. Yeah, I, I'm, I'm a little more partial to Anita for a couple of reasons. First of all, she's a leftovers alum, so that, that, that counts for something in my mind. Uh, but second of all, uh, because uh, I, I really enjoyed the dynamic where Carl and Anita were being used as uh, reflections of Wendy and Marty. So, and, and Wendy and Marty kind of recognized themselves in Anita and Carl and used that to their advantage. So I, I really, actually really enjoyed that plot line. Anyway, all right, so uh, Kurt, which character are you gonna miss the most then? That's the burning question, Mr. Sal. It Who is. could we possibly be missing the most? I have a very strange, funny feeling that we might have said the same person as you kept harping on about throughout <laughs> the entire like season. But did we swap? For me, the answer is no. <laughs> I picked Sue. <laughs> because while Sue doesn't have the most screen time, 
by a long shot. I shouldn't say by a long shot, but definitely compared to Ben and Helen and arguably Tommy. I think Tommy probably gets more than she does. Um, she steals the show whenever she's around and makes for some of the best clips, along with she made that cassette recording, and I'll miss a character that um, <laughs> keeps that well documentation around. So. <laughs> Uh, and I, I, yeah, I'm right there with you. She was a character that I miss the most. I thought she was such a spectacular addition to the show. Uh, she's the, she is the only levity outside of Ruth ripping on people that this series has pretty much ever had. So in, th in three seasons, we've gotten some laughs out of Ruth telling people to F off or whatever else. Uh, and that's, that's about the only I guess the humor that we got out of this series uh Sue I thought was so good at that uh I, you know I, you know what I how I think of her I feel like Sue came in and she was to Ozark what uh Saul Goodman was to Breaking Bad yeah yeah that's a good one Mike <laughs> just this comedic relief yeah. character that yeah Steals I mean, the show I, so much that he literally steals to make his own show. Yeah. That's even I, I, original. I, I, yeah, exactly. I, I would watch a spinoff series of Sue for sure. Yeah, yeah. yeah. he's like, <laughs> oh yeah. <laughs> anyway, I, I, and I, plus I, I really did enjoy uh, doing my Sue impression throughout the season. <laughs> All right. Uh, so th those are the character deaths that we've identified as, as significant in this season. Uh, we got to talk about some titles, though. We, we, we always make fun of Ozark for having really bad titles. And there were some pretty bad titles in this season. I still think season one has the worst titles of, of any Ozark season. I think season two has the best. This is kind of middle of the road. So I guess you can start with. Well, I'll let you pick. Would you like to tell me your the, the title that you the think is the best title or the worst title? I want to start with worst. Okay. Actually, what I, I I liked the least. And yep. I, I say it very simply put, what I liked the least was BFF because the only interpretation I could think of was ah yes Marty's BFF Bruce right because he's referred to nope. <laughs> Nope, he's not referred to as Marty's best friend, just the guy from Chicago <laughs> or whatever. So that is all. When Ben refers to uh, Bruce, so yeah. that is all. I just, I just don't understand uh, the interpretation for this whatsoever. Uh, not trying to uh, you know. So. I, and I, I agree. That is my, I think the worst title of the season as well, BFF. Uh, and now maybe you and I are so locked into our definition of BFF, best friend forever, that we're not seeing that they actually meant something else. Uh, this, this is Ben's episode. So maybe the B is for Ben, ben. And, and we don't, we don't know what the Fs are, <laughs> but uh, I, and maybe we could, if we could maybe think about bff as being ben and wendy i'm not really sure I, I it's terrible this is an awful title unless it means unless the bff stands for something that we're not thinking of i hate this title ben so. forges files that's how he gets out okay. even, though he didn't, even though he didn't forge any files darling some strings but there you go all right so our uh we, we have we're in agreement on the worst episode title of the season i don't know if we're going to agree on the, uh, the best title of the season. I'll give mine first. My favorite title of the season is Fire Pink. Uh, I had no idea what Fire Pink was 
we looked it up and it is an actual flower. So now it makes sense that it could be the name of a road because fire pink, as Ben tells us, was the name of the street or the road where they, where Wendy and Ben grew up. Uh, and that's what this episode is about. It's about the shared history they have together, the shared trauma, the shared experiences, uh, the shared life that they have together. Uh, and the culmination of that being that Wendy gives him up and ends his life. So uh, I, and the, the, the fact that the only reason she feels so guilty about doing that is because of that shared history that they have together, probably on Fire Pink Road. So I love this title. I think it's history. beautiful. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Ben, so I just want to get this straight. So your least favorite title yeah. isn't followed by your favorite title. My least favorite title title is, yes, exactly. Yes. So eight, eight and nine, episodes eight and nine had my least favorite title than my favorite title. How about you? What's your favorite? I would be. I I wonder if you could guess mine, Mister Salty. Want to give it a good guess? I think, I think I might be able to. Can I, can I take a did, take a stab at it? Did you look at it? <laughs> like, no, I have not. Oh, not, okay, not okay. Looked. Then yeah. I've not looked. Um, I think I, that your favorite title might be my runner-up, because uh, my second favorite was Sukasa's Mikasa. No. Oh, okay. I don't. You might not have this. My favorite. Is it came from Mekong, which really yes, that's a good that's a good title. I I love um, just the whole Marty angle for it, and yeah. uh, just the idea that he's he's come and because he, he really is because you you read the title you go well, what does it mean by that right and you you see Marty returning he's acting weird and obviously Ben kind of does it not exactly on the nose on the nose but yeah he's he's at least by the cheek. He's pretty. He's he's chatting about it, but I do like this, you know, constant spotlight on Marty and how much it is because yeah, that's that's a big part of the episode. Marty's come back, but he's a changed man. Uh, yeah, and he doesn't seem to be quite, you know, is, is it the same Marty that left for Mexico? We quite know. So I actually I really like the title. Yeah, even though, I, it's, even though it's, I, it's, it's my ninth ranked episode, I like the title for it. So yep, it's a good episode. It's a good title. It's a good title. So all right, cool. All right, well though, though there we have it, folks. Those are our favorite uh, and least favorite title of the of the season now folks don't go anywhere because this is new and very exciting as we all know there is one more season of ozark that's going to be split into two parts two seven episode half series uh they should be announcing any time now when the the first part of those uh, are going to be dropping <laughs> i've saying been that saying that months. for 30 weeks 30 weeks maybe so, half a year. Yeah. Uh, but I would expect it any time now. So uh, <laughs> I I shouldn't say it that way. I continue to expect it any time now. Yes. It, it, it's, it's like analogous to pe like, people will say, like, pundits predict the market crashes 10 times every crash or something. Like, before yeah, you know, yeah. like, the market crash soon, it's a market crash coming yes, up. Exactly. Now, we know. That there are a lot of deaths in Ozark. So we know that there are a lot of characters who are not going to survive the series. But Kurt and I, right now, are going to have a survive the series draft. We have identified who we think are the 18 main characters in Ozark. We are going to go through and draft these characters. So we'll each end up with a nine character roster. And whoever has the most living characters by the end of all 14 episodes of season four will win this survive the series contest well 
the other person, the one with the most deaths, the most dead characters on their list, will lose. And here's what's at stake. The loser is going to have to start every episode of a season. Did we say a season? I think it was I I, I think it was our first ten. We could do season. It's right it's up for it's, we uh, do two series at once, so it's kinda of hard to do that's season. Right. So. That's right. For for ten weeks. For ten weeks. Twenty episodes. Twenty episodes, that's right. Uh, we are going to the loser is going to have to start every episode that they host by saying, I am here with my co-host, the greatest podcaster in the history of podcasts, a giant amongst ants, the seer of series. Blank. Blank. Okay. That's that's if they are if if they are the ones hosting the podcast. So for example, I host Ozark, Kurt hosts Lost. Okay. If they are the co-host for that for that episode they will respond to their introduction by saying as always you are the greatest podcaster in the history of podcasts a giant amongst ants the seer of series so maybe that's what's at stake that one to, not okay. dendum, but uh edited to say as always i'm here or <laughs> glad i'm glad <laughs> to be here with you <laughs> oh yes yes i like that one yes as as always i am glad to be here with the greatest podcast there we go as always i am glad to be here with there we go Very all exciting. right so that's what's at stake now how can we fairly decide who gets to pick first here Kurt? we're, we're gonna snake this just like we would snake our rankings i guess yeah i just i hope normally we try i guess not to do it on the podcast but i guess do another coin toss uh and i okay. guess something I, also that I, should be noted is that we understand some characters on this list might I'm not going to name everyone right now. There's 18 characters. Um, oh, I am going to name everyone. You name everyone? Okay, you <laughs> name everyone. That's fine if you want to. But some characters might get written off. For example, Wilkes is on the list, and he's been written off for right. season three for the most part. We see him literally once. But right. he's still on the list, and that might make him a more attractive pick because you know, well, he's been written that's off right. for season three. I don't think he'll be killed off. That's right. He's barely been around. Yeah. But you know, that's that that's part of it. So someone exactly know, written off does that exactly. mean guy? So I'm going to I'm going to run through the list. I'm going to let you flip the coin this time cuz I flipped before. Unless you want me to flip again, I don't care, but uh yeah, I'll flip the coin. Heads okay. you can go first. Okay, well don't do the coin toss yet. Let me run through the list of, yeah. of characters here. We've got Charlotte, Charlotte Bird. We've got Darlene Snell. We've got Trevor Agent Trevor Evans. We've got Frank Cosgrove Jr., Frank Cosgrove Sr. We've got Jim Reynoldsworth, who's Charles Wilkes lawyer i guess uh we've got jonah bird we've got marty bird we've got agent maya miller we've got omar navarro we've got nelson we don't know his last name <laughs> we've got sheriff Nix. we've got ruth langmore sam dermody three langmore wendy bird charles wilkes and wyatt langmore so those are our 18 characters that we're going to be drafting here uh, Kurt, are you ready to flip that coin? I'm ready to flip the coin. The coin is about to be okay. flipped. Okay. Uh, I'm. I'm. I assume that I'm, I'm calling the toss. If you're flipping it, I've just flipped it. So what do you? What do you want to be? Oh, I'll call or what, or, No, I was had. <laughs> okay. Do you want to pick first, or do you want two of the first three picks? I. Man, I think this far ahead on whether I want to be first or second. Um, I will. I will happily go second. Okay, so I have the first pick of the draft. 
And with the first pick of the Survive the Series draft, oh man, I'm going to take Jim Reynoldsworth. Man, he was my top pick as well. <laughs> nice. <laughs> Gosh darn it. I was really, oh my goodness. You took my top pick. Oh. Yeah, I did. Darn. No, I'm very interested to see how much our cooks have. I think we should have done the same as I have, but we each made our own list of, I guess, ranking who we'd pick in what order just to make it easier. Yes. Um, yes. And I guess we both picked Jim as the bro. <laughs> <laughs> we uh, did. Okay, well, in that case, my first pick, because you know what, Jim Jim was, he was a weak first pick, if you ask me. Sam Dermody okay. is where it's at. Sam Dermody. Hopefully, hopefully just, he was your second just, pick. So, so I'm gonna, I'm gonna actually tell you where he was ranked for me. I, where, and, and since you told me where Jim was ranked for you, you ready for this? Yeah. I'm ready. Sam was was number six for me. Mm, still in top, still in top nine. I, I Come can on. see, I can see Sam being like a collateral damage type thing, uh, where I mean, certain characters are gonna have to die here, and, and Sam seems like one that people would no. be mostly sympathetic to. No, but I'm, they can I'm kill an elephant. the story up. All right, good. I'm all in on Sam. All, all right, in. you certainly are. Okay, well, but you get to pick third as well. So, well, I think the third pick's a pretty obvious one. Gotta go for Wilkes. Is, Charles Wilkes. You can go for Charles Wilkes. Wilkes was my number two pick. <laughs> so you did take my number two. Good, Mr. Sal. Okay. Oh, we gotta start. Oh, you got that. All right. Yeah, All right. I have two picks in a row, right? Yes, you guys. Four or five. I'm 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 really nervous about this first pick that I'm gonna make. Yeah, I'm very, very nervous. quickly now. I've ran out of like my what I felt were safer picks. Like now. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I, I'm 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 not so nervous. I'm sorry, I'm ner- I'm not so nervous about the first pick I'm gonna make. I'm a little more nervous about the second pick I'm gonna make. I feel pretty confident picking three Langmore. Ah, as, <laughs> as my number two pick uh so um, that that one i'm pretty good with yeah my my next my next one he was your number four yeah he was the next one i wanted so okay uh my next one i feel significantly less confident picking but i'm gonna take sheriff nicks that was a good pick i think he was not my next one but he was um he was close to it you, you skipped okay. one Okay. Oh, darn. Where was where was he? Corey? He was um I, I didn't number them, but he's six. Oh, okay. Counting group. Okay. He's he's my sixth string. So. Okay. So you I got listen I got your sixth I got Sam you got my sixth you got Nick's but how okay. about I take my fifth? Okay, yep. obviously fifth. How about Agent Maya Miller? That was my fifth as well. Ooh. <laughs> <Oof. laughs> this list <laughs> looked quite similar. Not not the same, <laughs> but similar. Yeah, this is this is getting tricky now. Now, oh. sadly, my six has been taken, but I, you know, I think this is a strong seventh for me. I think Agent Evans. Ah, that was my seventh. <laughs> Agent Evans <laughs> is a safer bet than one might have originally thought. You took the out. entire FBI contingent. No, look, honestly, <laughs> that's not a bad that's not a bad move because I don't. I don't. Think kill, I, don't I don't think they'll kill both of them. I think they 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 might kill one of them, but I don't think they'll kill both. Yes. So, all right, okay. So I got two in a row next year. All right. <sighs> Much like you have gone all in on the FBI, I am going all in 
on the Langmores. I'm taking them all. I already have three. I'm taking Wyatt and I'm taking Ruth. What? <laughs> yeah. Wow. I mean, yeah. I, I think I think Ruth has uh, Jesse Pinkman written all over her. Wyatt was my ninth ranked. Okay. And Ruth was my tenth ranked. Oh, okay. So well, I had them eight and nine, so we're only off by one. So who did you yeah. put ahead of both of them that you're going to draft right now? Well, a pretty easy one was to sell. I think Charlotte is the safest bird of the bunch. I agree. She was my ten, <laughs> the safest bird of the bunch. <laughs> <laughs> Which might be the reason why she dies, just because she's the safest bird of the bunch. But I'm bullish on her, right? I think. Charlotte has a good chance. Uh, now, listen, I'm not I'm not bullish on anybody at this point. No, no, yeah, no. They are. <laughs> this is a very scary ground we've entered. And I, I do find it interesting uh, where we are with I, – I, I really thought that you would have picked one of the Franks by now, one of the Cosgroves. I was really hoping – Oh, no. Because <laughs> I can pretty much guarantee at least one of them is going to die, maybe both. <laughs> <laughs> Speaking of which, though. I have to pick okay. another. I have to pick another person. And okay, you know it's better than one bird, two birds. I figured. Don't a bird. <laughs> yeah, that's not a bad, not a bad play. So, Mr. Sal, it's up to you. Okay. All right. Two so the, this is this is really tricky now. <laughs> like I don't trust my list anymore now. When I look at it, like, oh, I look no. at the next Just... one and I go, I don't pick that person. And I go, wait, but the rest aren't that great either. <laughs> I know. I this is. I'm really, okay, I, I don't know what to do here, except that since they're both available, available, and I can't imagine that they both die, one of them's got to survive. I'm going to take Marty and Wendy. Oh, okay. Yeah. Interesting, interesting. I think one of them has to live, so. That's, a, that's, a, that's an interesting one. Um, for reference, Marty is my, how did I write this? Uh, 14th and Wendy is my 13th. Already did. So they ah, are okay. when, when well, we are near the bottom. When we near the 13th as well. When also oh, my 13. So have I so, taken all yours above or have you changed your Oh um, yeah, everything. You no, know, I'm Marty oh, is my 14th and Wendy's my 13th. Yeah. <laughs> Wonderful. Yeah. Well, okay, so I'm interested because ahead of them I've actually placed I think you know, you went with the you know the the adult bird set. I think Frank Jr. and Frank Sr are a safer <laughs> bet than the birds. Ooh. <laughs> I would have taken this set over that set any day of the week. Any day of the week. Not, they really? could die. I think I think they're more risky. I think they either die together, they live together, or maybe junior dies and senior lives. But, I see I don't think there's any chance that they both survive. I think I think one of them has to go. But I think same so, thing with yours. Oh I I, I, I think agree. but I think, I think there's I think there's a better chance that both Franks die than that both birds die. I think that's true, but I think I no, I think you disagreed with us because you just said it. But I think there's a better chance that both Franks survive versus both birds survive. Both. You know. Okay. Anyway. All right. So we have three characters left here. Mm-hmm. That's all. And I, I listen. I yeah. I just get the leftover here, so it's all on yeah. you now. <laughs> yeah. Uh, and so I what are you going to pick from here? Oh man. So <laughs> I mean these these are my three bottom characters anyway. Uh all right. Not for me. So one of them one of them I like more than Wendy and Marty. I won't tell you which one. But for reference for the listeners, Mr. Sass is a big between Darlene, Navarro, and Nelson. <laughs> three characters. Are you, wait a minute. Have... One of these one of these you like more than Marty and Wendy. You said you had Marty and Wendy at 
13 and 14. So you've yeah. So I was at 15, 16. Oh wait, sorry, mm-hmm. sorry. Oh, wow, wow, sorry. I I thought we had 18 total. I counted backwards. My bad. So that means I have um sorry 16 and 15. So oh, I have wow. 17, 18 okay. below them. So that's all right. So all right. I I am going to go with Nelson and Darlene. I Darn think it. Navarro is the most likely character to die on this list. I actually put Darlene as the most likely to die, but Navarro is oh. the second uh, to go. I thought Nelson might have been a safer bet than the birds. Uh, okay. Uh, looks like I'll be stuck with Navarro, and hopefully he can win his drug war and uh, get rid of those pesky <laughs> birds that have been uh, thrown aside for who knows how long. But keep the children oh around, because I shouldn't go for children, but Marty and Wendy <laughs> should be out of the picture. And you too, Nelson. You weren't trustworthy. Our darling. Oof. All right. So let's uh, let's recap for the listeners our full rosters. And actually, maybe we should make a, sp- a separate spreadsheet and keep it linked uh, to the show notes uh, that lists our rosters and we'll strike through any characters that die as they die. How's that sound to you? That does sound bad, you know? That does sound bad or does not? No, sound does bad? not, does not, does not. Okay, okay. all right. <laughs> oh, that all sounds right. bad. Go on. Yeah. <laughs> no, I mean, not folks, so just so you know, we're, we're going to have every episode of Ozark from here on out, we are going to have a check-in on these rosters. Oh, yeah. So Rooting, there'll be, you know, pandemonium. <laughs> there'll be happy times. There'll be sad times. There'll be comeback times, right? Where maybe the dream's alive. Where yeah, yeah. robes are crushed. <laughs> And it'll be Mr. Sales being crushed. I'm my list. I look at my list. And I look at your list, and I actually feel a lot better about my list than your list. Oh man! I, like I'm oof. looking at my list, and I'm going, you know what? This ain't half bad. I mean, I don't know, man. I I think you got, I think you got four guaranteed deaths on that list. No, I'm predicting. Oh, I'm predicting four. Listen, but listen, you've got Marty Wendy. That's easily one right there. You've got Darla two, right? We can throw Nelson in that lot, three. And then the Langmores, you got all three Langmores? You tell me not one Langmore yep. is going to die? That's four. Easily four. <laughs> all right. I think I, I, I think we might end up four to four. Actually, no, I just scared myself when I looked at your list. Okay, well, anyway. <laughs> anyway. All right. I guess so why don't you run down? Yeah. Yeah, okay. run down yours first. Go ahead. Okay, so going from my number one, the first I picked to the last I picked, Sam Dermody, yeah. Charles Wilkes, Agent Maya Miller, uh, Agent Evans, Charlotte Bird. Jonah Bird, Frank Cosgrove Jr., Frank Cosgrove Sr., and Omara Navarro. Okay, and I have Jim Reynoldsworth, Three Langmore, Sheriff Nix, Wyatt Langmore, Ruth Langmore, Marty Bird, Wendy Bird, Nelson, we don't know his last name, and Darlene Snell. Oof, this is going to be tough. Yeah, I'm not happy with my look. Well, yeah, there's no way. There was yeah. no way that we were ever going to be happy with our list. Well, it's like, it's, 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 people hoping, are going to die. I was hoping. I was hoping though that you would like believe in other characters than me, but we had pretty similar lists going. We did. They're we very did. similar. Sadly, yeah. similar. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so folks, there's one more item of business that we have to take care of here, and that is to tell you what is happening next week on Showhoppers. Because Lost continues, as it will, for another year or so. Eternity, yeah. Uh, <laughs> but, so that, that, that'll, that'll lock in our Thursdays, unless for some reason we have two active series happening at the same time, uh, and we have to put Lost on a bit of a hiatus, which may actually happen, because I will tell you folks, 
that November, I think it's November 11th, or maybe it's November 7th. Anyway, early November, the return of a long awaited return, actually, I can't even say it was long awaited. It's November 7th, by the way. Uh, the the long, I think it's November 7th. I'm questioning myself. In November. Anyway, I, I think it's November 7th. Uh, Dexter will be returning to Showtime on November 7th, we're going to say, I'm pretty sure it is. Uh, and we're going to cover that. Now, it could happen that Ozark season four and Dexter season nine happen concurrently. If that's the case, Lost may have to go on hiatus. But if that doesn't happen, Lost will remain locked in on Thursdays. Uh, and, and then Dexter, we will start covering November 7th. In between now and when Dexter begins, we are going to cover the Netflix original series, Russian Doll. If you haven't seen Yay. it. Yeah, I'm, I'm very, very excited. Uh, I, I love I Russian Doll. Own, but I guess I should be. <laughs> So we are returning to form. This is the way we started Show Hoppers was with The Leftovers and Lost. The Leftovers, which I had seen and Kurt had not. The, and Lost, which Kurt had seen and I had not. So we're returning to that form. I have seen all of Russian Doll. I love it. Kurt has not seen any of it. He doesn't even know what it's about. No, my guess was that it's something to do with something Russian. Um, but I don't know if that was just a red herring. And I feel like it kind of is. I feel like the Russian Doll is actually like insignificant. Just like a, like, I think in the first episode, they show you a Russian doll and you go, oh, yeah, so that's kind of like the theme of the episode, the, the series. Gotcha. Okay. Uh, I mean, interestingly, we just saw a Russian doll and lost not too we long did, ago. We did, yeah. <laughs> uh, but, uh, I, and I did tell Kurt, and I'll tell the listeners, that the main character, Nadia, is played by an actress named Natasha Leone. So, <laughs> uh, <laughs> so there you have it. I will not say any more about what russian doll is about i will tell you as i said it's a netflix original series there are only eight episodes there's only one season season two is in the works there will be a season two but it hasn't been released yet it has not even been announced when it will be released uh but for now only eight episodes in season one of russian doll they are about half hour episodes i think the first episode was like 24 or 25 minutes so uh pretty short pretty yeah. short Really but short. very, very densely packed. I will tell you, I've already watched episode one of Russian Doll, and uh, in uh, I'm sorry, rewatched it in preparation for the podcast, and I took almost as many notes, pages of notes, as I take for an Ozark episode. Oh no! So <laughs> I I took almost as many pages of notes for that episode one of Russian Doll, the uh, compared to what I usually take for an Ozark episode. Just an Ozark episode half is. The length yeah yeah an ozark episode is usually eight nine ten pages of notes for me uh this was seven pages of notes so it's 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 densely packed and i'm really interested to hear kurt's take i will warn you kurt and i'll warn the listeners uh episode one i'll, I'll tell you right right off the bat i only i rated it an eight it's not my favorite episode episode okay. two really starts taking off Okay. So don't I be too don't don't be mind. too. Uh, I think in retrospect you're gonna love episode one. I loved it watching it the second time, but watching it the first time, uh, I was like, yeah, this is all right. I'll give it another chance. So, am I allowed to ask not, you? Can I ask you a question that you can choose not to answer? Of course. Can I ask what time period this takes place in? Uh, present day. Oh, okay. Yeah, present day. 
And I wasn't expecting that. Okay. Okay. I mean, I guess I suppose I shouldn't say that. There is some flashback, but the it is generally set. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, man. I, what is this show about? Have to, have to, yeah. Well, but, I guess I'll have to find out, and so the listener. Yes. Yes, indeed. Well, and you, the listener, yes, should be very there. excited. <laughs> you should be very excited about Russian Doll, as I am. As uh, I'm not sure Kurt is, because he has nothing to base it on except my recommendation, which is almost always great. So. I guess that's, I mean, I think it's always great. So anyway, uh, folks, we do appreciate you listening to this. It's a little longer than normal because we did that draft and we talked about where we're going next. Uh, so we appreciate that. Uh, you can email us at showhopperspodcast at gmail.com. Tell us who you think is going to win the Survive the Series of Ozark. Please be me. Anyway, and you could please feel free to give us those five-star ratings and reviews that we love so much and subscribe, download, and above all else, please share the podcast around. Uh, we feel like we're pretty excited about the fact that we're covering uh, Russian Doll, which just does not have a, a much coverage in the podcast world, uh, and that we are going to be covering a couple live series of live actually happening series ozark season four dexter season nine so uh we're excited about this let's start spreading the word and get some get some more listeners and we look forward to hearing from you and we look forward to talking to you next week when we cover episode one of russian doll which is nothing in life is easy